Welcome to the Hobby of a Lifestyle podcast, a show that looks at how our passions impact lives and drive career choices. I'm Andy Gray, a former national and world champion kickboxer. During my shows, I'll be talking with athletes, coaches, fans and more as I delve into their world to find out what inspired them on their journey. Welcome to Hobby of a Lifestyle. This week, I'm joined by the lady who manifests her future and she won't let anything get in her way. I'm joined by Kendra Crump, so let's find out the whole story. Kendra Crump, welcome to Hobby of a Lifestyle. How are you today? Listen, I haven't pimp slapped nobody, so it's a beautiful day. It's great. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm really good. Thank you very much. Really good. Thank you very much for your time today. We finally made it, man. I was, I was, I was, we, we, we kept going back and forth. And we did it. I made it off the Section 8 waiting list. I got approved. I'm here. It's exciting. <laughs> it, it is. It's very exciting. I do apologize. It's been a crazy period. But I mean, you're crazy a billionaire, period. so you can you can get back to people when you feel like it. Come on now. I wish I was a millionaire. I wish I was a millionaire. <laughs> Kendra, do you just want to tell people kind of what your hobbies, what your passions are, what you're pursuing at the moment? Because I know you've got a few things going on in your life at the moment. Yeah. So currently, um, I I completed, but I'm trying to promote myself more on it. But I am officially an author. I actually ended up uh, publishing my book uh, at the end of the year, December 30th, December 30th, 31. It's on Amazon. It's called Diamond in the Rough. And a little bit about the book is uh, um, has a 25 year old girl named Diamond who is from Miami, Florida. And then she moves to Atlanta, Georgia to get away from her crazy ex-boyfriend. And she finds love in Atlanta. Um, but the guy she's with is not as great as he may seem. So it's a lot of, you know, this is my first book and I want, it's $5 guys. You know, you can go, you can go and go buy a Big Mac at McDonald's, which isn't healthy for you for $5 or whatever. <laughs> you can go support my book. It's hundred, like 170 pages, you know, it's a good read, but yeah, that's, that's it. I'm just trying to promote my book to get it, um, out there and, and up and running. Um, I will also say I am currently in school, you know, so I'm trying to, uh, before we started recording, you know, I was telling our, our, you know, the wonderful host about, you know, my dreams of trying to be on, uh, have my own radio and television show and also trying to get my PhD in child psychology. So my name, I'm, I'm putting everything as Dr. Crump, Dr. Crump, you know, and everything else like that. So I am ultimately trying to, make that happen. And, and one day I will, you know, so every day is a step at a time. Like no matter how much I want to give up, I say, okay, don't give up. Eventually the, the rainbow will come after the, you know, thunderstorm and everything. 100%. And that self-talk is really positive, isn't it? All those affirmations are just one way of putting yourself out there and kind of projecting your future. So I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'd love to talk about the book, but let's go back to the beginning first because we'll get there as part of your journey. Let's go back to being a kid and where you grew up and what you were into. What were your hobbies as a child? Okay, let's see. Childhood. Um, I wanted to be a hairstylist, a WWE diva wrestler, a basketball player. I'm not even tall. Just basketball was always my favorite state. <laughs> I'm not, not state, favorite uh, sport. Um, I wanted to be a... Uh, cook i wanted to be a basketball wife that's a job within (laughs) itself uh or a football wife um i wanted to be that was pretty much it you know of course i grew up a tomboy you know so whatever sports the guys like playing i liked and and everything else like that um i just wasn't focused i could have you know here's the thing what what i would say could tell my younger self um 
if you plan on doing something, especially like, you know, like sticking with basketball, if I planned on doing that, I needed to really be out there playing the game, really practicing on my shot. I'm right-handed. So I wasn't, if if you paid attention to me, tell people to play me to my left, I'm going to lose the ball every time. So again, I was lazy. I was only playing when it was warm. That's not, come on now. You think Michael Jordan only played in the warm, in the the warm seasons? He was playing all year round. Okay. And that's something for me, I was just lazy. And I was focused on being popular and having a boyfriend for every day of the week. And I failed at both. So I was like, not good at anything. But like I said, hobbies, that was just a hobby trying to, you know, maybe be a Barbie princess or whatever else. And maybe being an adult that, oh, I want to be grown. I want I want to, you know, stay out all night and drink liquor. And yeah, look yeah. at me now. It's just, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> and liquor, liquor. I don't like liquor. Like, so anyway, like I said, with, with that being said, those were like the hobbies. And I remember I was 12 years old and I, my sister said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was listing out different things. And I just said a comedian. I don't know where that came from. I just said a comedian. Probably because a lot of people thought I was funny anyway, but I said a comedian. She says, you ain't funny. I'm like, you know what? That's why. Now, mind you, my sister's like 15 years older than me. Right. And I'm like, present day, I said, you know what? That's why you got five kids by a man who don't be home half the time. Because you was a hater 20 years ago, and you're still a hater now. <laughs> she obviously got a fantastic relationship with your sister. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, it's a it's a, it's a never-ending progress, work in progress and everything. But hey, it's it's it's... Welcome back, Kendra, after you've um, went to get the posting off the Amazon, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, I guess I got to get a, a, a better computer. We got, I got the, got this from Walmart. You guys got a Walmart over there? It's called Asda over here, but it's owned by Walmart. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. The, hey, you get what you pay for, I guess, right? Walmart, <laughs> in America. I love Walmart in America. It's like one of my favorite shops to go in. You can buy everything in a Walmart. You can, you can. I found, I found a child one day. I bought it, and uh, wasn't that expensive? It was like about you know twenty thirty dollars. And hey, you know, now I got one for for life. You know, I got a cat. That's my child. I found it at Walmart and I bought it. Love it, absolutely love it. Where were we? So we were talking about uh, your sister, my sister. Yeah, we got onto that, and then so at twelve year old, you told her you wanted to be a comedian. Is that something then that just kind of stuck in you? Thought I'm going to pursue that. No, I I was still trying to be the WWE diva wrestler. I didn't really think about comedy until yeah. I hit about 18. Okay. You know, because people just kept telling me you need to go do some comedy. And then once I was, I actually had got a better phone that actually had a, uh, working camera and a working, and I'm like, bro, yeah, I, I'm I'm way behind the times. So I still got a flip phone, uh, but once I got uh, you know, the phone and you know, with the working camera and everything, I started posting my videos on right. um social media. Like I started doing uh Snapchat. That's when I got a chance to get on Snapchat, and I would be like, you know, welcome back to the Kendra Crump show. But yeah, at yeah. the time, it was very vulgar. My type of, you know, this is this is like Richard Pryor. You know, and then like, here's the thing, right? Sex is always going to be funny, 100%. but a good comedian can make you laugh with or without talking about the birds and the bees and yeah, using yeah. excessive profanity, of course. you know, and that's the thing. Like um, me personally, I, I try to be mindful. You know, I just, I try to be mindful and try to make everybody laugh. If I can make the kids laugh, I can make the elderly people laugh. It, it all, it all works out for the greater good. A comedian for all. I like it. 
That's it. So you mean you're saying about you've been education now? So at 18, when you know when you got the latest flip phone with a good camera on, what was your <laughs> exactly? I'm 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 I was I was struggling, struggling yeah. bad. At 18, is it college and university for you next, or was that a route that you didn't go down? So okay, uh, middle school having this dream of like I said, really trying to be a basketball player. I remember writing in my uh, diary. Uh, about being basketball player but like I said I had 75% of my childhood always was either accessible to a basketball goal that was either in my driveway or next door you know 75% of the time but again I wasn't taking advantage and so high school still doing the same thing trying to be a basketball player I graduate high school and I'm like what do I do my parents like well you can't just stay here or just work you got to go to college and i'm like do i really gotta go to college and somewhere well let me say this a few years prior to that when i was 14 between 14 and 16 i know it's an even number and i remember having um this thought one day and i said i like kids i want to probably babysit children do something regarding with kids like psychology or something in that realm you know that's what i thought about next and i said oh i can probably be a child psychologist then i thought somewhere in between i said wait i want to do mass communications i want to have my radio and television show so those are some other ideas yeah yeah i came across just like lots of children you know i think there's so much pressure put on kids to to know what they want to do when they get to 16 17 years old and actually you know I see you're too busy being a kid sometimes to even think about what the next step is. Just it's too much pressure for me. So I did I didn't go down the route of college or university neither. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I I definitely didn't want to do, you know, military. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I, I I thought about it for a split second, but I'm like, I don't want to get yelled at. So <laughs> Yeah, it's right. So yeah, but it's like it's it's one it was one of those things where I just said, hey. Let me, um, I guess, go to this community college. I liked it. I was hot commodity. I'm like, finally, guys who are attractive want me. <laughs> now, that, now my, I guess, time to change. Now I get the ones I don't want. So while I was in college, in my community college, I remember I finished with all my core classes. And I even finished with my psychology thing. And they said, okay, well, you got to take some more type of classes. I'm thinking, I'm so here, you know thinking in my head i'm like okay so what else do i need to take i mean i've that's the thing that's confusing about college or the community college i was going to or i think college period even though i was taking uh took all of my core classes and everything else like that and i'm pretty much done why can't i graduate now why do i have to stay here a lot longer and take more tests with other stuff that's not even necessary Right. So I said, okay, well, I originally went to community college for a mass communications degree. And I said, no, 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 for a psychology degree and with an undertone of mass communications, you know, with a minor mass communications. And so after that, I was like, okay, so what do I do now? Right. I just graduated, did my like couple years, few years and stuff. And I said, okay, what do I do now? I was working at a doctor's office at the time and he had stated, well, associate's degree is not even necessary. Now, I know you're thinking, well, Kendra, what happened to the basketball dream? So let me tell you, 19, I'm 19 years old. And I just remember one day 
I'm playing basketball. And after the game was over, I'm like, bro, why am I still doing this? I'm not going to make it. Like, I literally Dang. came to that realization that I'm not going to make it because of the fact that I am a person who didn't have my grades good, number one. Right. And number two, I'm going to keep it real with you. I wasn't that good. Now, <laughs> I thought I was good yeah, yeah. because, again, I can play to my right. I can cross you up, put the balls, you know, between my legs and do a layup. You know, whatever my, I don't know how to dunk unless it's on a Fisher Price goal, one of those small goals. <laughs> yeah. Because okay? again, I'm not tall at all, right? Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm five, six. So five, six, five, yeah, seven. Not tall. I'm not tall. So with that being said, um, I just still wasn't applying myself. And I was just realizing, like, bro, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. and then on top of that, this is what really made me not want to do basketball. Because every time somebody somebody missed uh, uh, the goal, we all had to uh, do, do run a mile. Make that person run a mile. Why are we all having to sit here and, and suffocate and suffer for this one person? But then it taught me yeah. that's teamwork. That's a problem with team team sports, isn't it? Everyone plays a consequence. It, it's team. It's team sports. You have to. Doesn't matter one person. You all yeah. have to run a mile. I don't want to get up early in the morning. Yeah. I didn't want to. It's like I wanted to make that dream happen for me to be be on tele. Not even be. I can be a bench warmer. Well, actually, well, in the WNBA, bench warmers make the same salary. I feel or less than. You know, you might as well just play, right? But like yeah, I said, yeah. I just had all these. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So like, so for me personally, now I know you're thinking, okay, well, Kendra, you're kind of graduated. You know, you, you're leaving the community college. What about basketball wife, football wife? Well, I had to be wanted by one of those people. I wasn't, I just kept getting hollered at by broke dudes who were asking me for a ride. <laughs> All right, we're moving on with the next part. So yeah, after I go to, I let my, let the doctor, he says, well, how are you supposed to get, you know, you want this to, um, he says associate's degree just means nothing. So what ended up, what I ended up doing was I enrolled myself into university and I just went on the way to just study. Oh, I just want mass communications. Knowing what I know now, I should have just forgot that university and yeah. gone to, I did the university I'm at now to, uh, I probably would have been in my master's program right now, but right, like okay. gone on to that to continue on, um, with the whole schooling and everything else like that. And I, again, I probably would have already got my master's or I would have been in my doctorate program or something in that realm. Right. So what's the difference between a community college and I suppose a normal college? Cause obviously here in England, we literally, you, you act, well, you've got to stay in education now till you're 18. So, but that can either be via an apprenticeship or just via college. So we, mm-hmm. we literally kind of go high school, college or an apprenticeship university but there's no kind of there's no separate college it's like there's just college okay i see what you're saying so basically you have the community college and university university is a four-year program degree program where you walk out with four years yes community college is only a two-year program and you just walk out with you know an associates okay right okay so in england you go to college and then you can maybe potentially stay at college or go and do like a uh, yeah we, we we have something similar like HND higher national diploma, which is just under a degree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And so what we do in the the community college is not as hard work yeah, as yeah. university. University they make you type for a bachelor's degree type of twenty page paper. Yeah. A community it was a five page paper, okay. so it was always pretty decent. In a yeah. Sense. Yeah. No, it was always. It's just nice decent. to understand the difference because I've heard people talk about community college then college. 
And I think maybe it's in the UK, it sometimes gets misinterpreted. I think college and university seem to be the same things over in America. Yeah, and it can be. I think I think the thing is like, you know, you have different, like I said, and community colleges are 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 basically free. They're a lot way inexpensive than a university. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. You you real deal get you have just like I said, um it, it to me, I feel like it's a better, a better move. I think people should start off yeah. with a community college. Instead of going to the university, is, is it just the case that after doing community college, because you're talking about like then going back to college to do a degree? Surely, once you go and do that degree, you don't have to do a full degree, it'll just be a case of a top up, maybe by a year or two. Yeah, a couple years. So once yeah, you yeah. get that associate's and you just got two more years, and yeah, yeah, you know, it's, kind, it's, and it's like, every, here it's like two years, it's like a two year thing program. Yeah. Okay, it is, it's similar here in the UK where you kind of you do two year course and you just top it up for a year at the university. Mm-hmm. To that's that's pretty degree. much that's pretty much how it comes down with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, thanks for clearing it up. Of course. <laughs> I've of always course. wondered what the difference was because I know education is very different over there. So you're at college. You are pursuing your associate's degree. You, mm-hmm. You've completed that. You know you. Your mind just is like a spider's web. It goes off in so many different angles, which is great because I, I I'm that person. I chase lots of different dreams and do lots of different things as well, but. Where, where does it all fit in? So you're doing your associate's degree because you know you're down the psych, the psychiatrist route. That's, a, that's where you want to go. You're already working in a doctor's office. You've got Snapchat now. So you, you're kind of working on the Kinder Crumb show. Mm-hmm. Where, where do all these things tie in together? They all tie in together after I realized what I really... Months before I graduated with my bachelor's in mass communications, I'm like, I really messed up. And I have to really figure out what I need to really do, right? I never thought about, oh, let me do a double major once I got there. I wish I had a better advisor to sit and talk with me and be like, hey, what is it that you want to be in life? Yeah, yeah. You know, a better advisor. That way I could have done a double major and stuff like that. Yeah. But because I didn't, have that and because i was trying to chase this whole i want to go to my dream college you know yeah of course but it really what didn't mean nothing because the college is expensive for no reason it's it's not necessary what what's the average price of a college over in the states and it depends if it's private or public okay public colleges are always going to be cheaper like tuition yeah. at my school right now is five thousand a semester okay tuition at the at the um, university I graduated from, which was like a private college, that is like forty thousand a year. Wow, uh, why? Because it's private. Quotation right. marks. Wow, that's crazy. And for the same degree, it, it, may, it makes it honestly, honestly makes no sense, but. I think the thing is, and it's an HBCU, and I noticed that a lot of HBCUs, which stands for Historically Black College and Universities, a lot of HBCUs are kind of geared and built towards that way, you know, okay. with, when it comes to tuition. And it should not be like that, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm like, hey, it's okay, you know. I let, Listen, I'd be trying to support Black-owned businesses, and now me and my mom are debt, in debt 40000 So I took my talents over... Uh, around the corner where it's a lot cheaper and it's a PWI. Right. Okay. 
As long as you get the degree, that's all that matters, isn't it? Yes, and as long as I pay the loans back as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Is there, you know, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but is there a certain cap that you have to earn before you pay that loan back, or is it just the case you've got to just pay that back regardless? Well, don't repeat that question again. So in the UK, there's kind of, you have to earn so much before you start paying back your loans for, for university, for education. Is it the okay. same in America? It can be. It okay. can be. Um, you know, uh, or they can garnish your checks. Right, they're they're okay. going to get the money out of you somewhere yeah, or another. Yeah. Of course, of course. So, you know, you, you've, you're doing the associates, you've then moved into college again. What, what was the next step in your journey? After that, I said, okay, well, I was writing books. You know, I was uh, trying to figure out to publish this book for the last several years. Yeah, yeah. And so I was writing um, my book as well. And I was basically uh, saying, okay, when is this book going to get published? And I, it took having another friend that I met and she, um, via social, via Facebook. And she says, we're going to get your book published at the end of, you know, 2021. But so like, but between for the last seven, like really five years, it was just sitting in my Google doc, just chilling. Okay. You know, inspired that then because, you know, it's something very different than what you've just been talking about. The fact that, you know, it sounds like it's very much a love story and a a drama. It's dramatic, but Mm -hmm. You talking about you know the fact that you, you're funny and you you've got your Snapchat feed that's doing really well. You know I just have to look at your social media following. It's massive. It's 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 fantastic. You obviously market yourself really really well. I follow um, men. Men will support. Will follow me back and show love and keep okay. telling their friends about me. It works. <laughs> right. I'll try that. Follow loads of men. No, no. Follow women. <laughs> women, women will support a man faster than men will support. Okay. Like, let me ask you, your audience. Do you have more male listeners or female listeners? Um, do you know what it is? I it probably depends on the person who's on the podcast. Speaking. Yeah. Gotcha. Um I probably got a 50-50 split of I interview 50 men, 50% of men, 50% women. I'm very conscious that I like to interview women as well because I've got three daughters. So I like mm-hmm. them to be able to, you know, to see all these positive role models within, with in and around the world to say, well, if you're willing to work hard possibilities are endless um but i can't just limit it that because regardless of gender you know the possibilities are endless it is true no that yeah. that's no that's actually very true but going back with answering your question the book i've been writing since elementary school fifth grade fourth fifth grade and i just at the time my my book was very much uh very stereotypical like I posted on, on YouTube, me reading my little short story of Goldilocks and the three bears in the hood. It was like so a mess, guys. Yeah. It was a mess. And I'm, I look back and I'm laughing at all this. I'm like, bro, I really wrote this. And, <laughs> and so with that being said, with that being said, I um the 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 characters in the book in 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 the diamond in the rough book has come from me wanting to have parts of that in my life i never got a chance to have it so i said let me go ahead and place that in a book you know um like for example you know the character diamond you know finding love i've never had that right? right with her one of her characters the other character her father with him you know being a cool dad i wanted that you know with the siblings having that 
really great sibling bond yeah. relationship. I wanted that. So I try to, you know, I posted, I'm hopeless romantic at the end of the day. You know, I hope one day I'm married just like you are happily married. I know marriage is work, but you know, Hey, listen, I see you smiling. You you look like you're 25. So marriage ain't stressing you out. Uh, well, so- I'll take that. I'm 37, but I will take that one any day of the week. <laughs> so, but no, like I said, it's, it's, it's even with all that being said, I, um, I, that, that this is what I, you know, I'm envisioning and what I would like one day. So, like I said, uh, the book just pretty much came about me wanting to be a jack of all trades, like yeah, watching yeah. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump did yeah, everything Forrest. except cure cancer. He was still chasing that Harlot Jenny. Uh, anyway, love that movie. Love that uh, movie. Probably one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, I've so like been... Forrest Gump did everything. And that's oh, why I'm like, I could, I could be called Farika Gump, you know? So I'm trying to, <laughs> I would do, I wouldn't be a president. That's too much work. But like I said, I, if I make it big, and I could be a rapper too. I always thought about being a rapper, but I need a ghostwriter because I am not good. I, I can remember, I can memorize stuff, but I, I need a ghostwriter. <laughs> okay. Right. So if any, anyone out there is listening, let's write some rap lyrics for Kendra. Yes. <laughs> not too hardcore though, because that's not my life. But yeah, keep it a PG. little a little hardcore. I can be, but not really. Keep it PG. Yeah. And I like the whole jack of all trades. That that I'm I very much I think if you aim to be jack of all trades, you'll eventually find something that you really zone in on because you you've always kept your options open rather than just being very focused and, and, and being focused and driven is absolutely fantastic as well for those people who have those aspirations to do one thing or, or, or be the best at one thing but I you know I don't think I've ever been that person either I'm, I'm very much like you I like to keep my options open and see where the world wants to take me in what direction so I think it's really positive I mean but to, to write a book and then have it published is yeah it's it's quite it's quite an, an amazing story really when so why aren't you just pursuing writing that will be so you know. I know we talked about the jack of all trades and keeping options open, and you're obviously very good at the other things that you do, and you, you've kind of highlighted the child psychology from being young. But you know, you've got a book published now, and I'm I'm, I'm well aware it's hard to make it as a, as a publisher and, and just to sell books to make money. But why why do you degree in psychology when you're clearly talented in writing? Why not go down the the English literature or the well, I think because I have many different talents, I'm starting to recognize, and I just yeah, don't yeah. want to be just an author. You know, I know I'm good with with I'm good anyway with great giving advice. Like one yeah, one yeah. of my things is I love giving out advice. The only issue is I just don't know how to take my own advice. I give out, you know. So, so I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it, you know. Yeah. But now, with like I said, with all that being said, it's like it's one of those things where. I, um, you know, writing, uh, being an author is definitely a New York's bestseller silence, but I'm like, okay, what else? I don't want to just get bored just doing this. Yeah, I want yeah, to continue doing more things that can really show, you know, me doing what I can do, you know, yeah, me yeah. being an inspiration to people. And, and like I said, when it came and I like, cause I like being around kids, man, I was, I was, uh, just happened to run into a, uh, friend of mine who is pretty much taking care of her grandkids. And, uh, me and the kid were just talking he's like seven years old, but he was just making me laugh the entire time. And I'm like, bro, like you're great. I mean, he wasn't listening. That's the most annoying issue about kids. I'm like, bro, <laughs> Come over here. Elijah, get here. Elijah ain't listening to me. And Elijah's running around and skipping. And I'm like, bro, 
get over here, you know. <laughs> but other than that, I really I, I like again, I like children and yeah. I like to, you know, one of the things is I, you know, the Bible talks about being like child. I mean, I'm loosely speaking off the uh scripture, the verse, but basically it talks about, you know, childlike mentality in a sense. And you know, kids are so free spirited. They yeah. they can jump off a roof and they're not afraid. You know, they have no cares and 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 stuff in the world. And I like being around kids because that, you know, reminds me, hey, what am I worrying about? What am I stressing about? You know, what I don't even get stressed. I just worry a lot and I, I overthink stuff. Yeah. They're not overthinking things. They're just being acting out in the moment. Of They're course, having yeah. fun. And I think that's that's the prime example that you gotta take from that. Just be childlike mentality in a sense. But at the same time, there are things you do have to grow up out of, you know, if you want to mature. But like I said, that 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 just kind of reminds me of my childhood in a sense with certain things. No, that's fantastic. You kind of answered a few questions that I would normally ask people. And what would your advice be? And you know, to someone who wants to maybe follow in your footsteps, someone who wants to just kind of chase a number of different passions and goals. I feel like you've. I got some more advice I can them. give. Oh, out. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. More advice I can give out. Number one, behind every no, there is a yes. Okay. Basically, what that means is. When you go after your dreams, you're going to get a lot of no's. It's going to get very discouraging. You're going to want to give up. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. I've been jumping on people's podcasts since October 2020. Since October 2020, I've been on at least 900 podcasts. Just listen to this one. Yes. And you're probably 999. (laughs) Oh, you know, I had to kind of slow down because I was going back to school and everything. And um, school was more important than the podcast. And so... Um, the thing about it is I kept having this vision. Oh, let me keep on going. But like I said, it gets tough because people I'm telling you, you're going to deal with unprofessional. You going after your dreams. You're going to deal with a lot of unprofessional uh, adults in quotation marks. You're going to deal with a lot. You know, what's crazy. I, I podcasted one day with a 15 year old. I thought he was older, right? You know, his maturity, the way he looked, I said, oh, I said, oh, wow, he's a, a handsome young man. I'm hitting on this boy. He's laughing. I'm like, what's funny? He's like, how old do you think I am? I'm like, aren't you like 19, 20? He's like, no, guess again. I'm like 25. He's like, no, younger. I'm like, and I'm like kind of twitching my eyes. I said, are you 15? He's like, yes. I'm like, oh, erase all that. Erase it. Erase it. I'm, I'm literally like freaking out because I'm like, bro, this is not a good look. Right. And anyway, one time I had a 15 year old try to holler at me. I'm like, sir. Sir, sir, let's not. Okay, I'm an adult. We're not doing that. Okay, (laughs) stay stay with the high school girls in your age group. Thank you. But no, like I say, even even with that, I'm going back with the going back with the 15 year old podcaster. He was very professional. Like the fact that he was professional, asked me great questions. We were real deal having fun, vibe, and I'm like, bro, you are really dope, man. You are doing better than other adults that I know. Yeah. Like there are plenty of, I'm telling you, uh, had a, everything was down to the T and I'm like, the fact that he's this young, I think he's been podcasting. He said like when he was like, um, in middle school, like 12, 13, and he really is doing yeah. well. And, I think and, that generation is so fortunate that they grew up, they've grew up with technology and they've grew up with all of this being just being everyday life. Whereas people who are older, like, you know, I'm in my, I'm in my late thirties. It's something that was, we, we've grew up with it as I've got to late teens. So what it wasn't something that we had as a kid. So we, we didn't learn that school. And now kids are just like, yeah, we're doing this at school. You know, one of my really good friends, his son does code in that school. So he's designing apps for phones and different things. And I'm like, 
mind blown. I literally know how to download the app and that's about it. But to create one from scratch is just like, wow. Yeah. I'm not that tech. I'm not that nah. tech savvy. It's, it's a lot that I have to deal with, but now, like I said, it's, it's one of those, you know, things where I want to say, like I said, guys behind every no, there's a yes, it's going to be days you're going to get tired, but it's like your whole goal has to be, why did I start this in the beginning? Tomorrow could be the day yeah. where you can make it. And if you give up now, then what do you, then you, what all those years of hard work? Number two that I would say is never make a decision when you're desperate. Okay. Yeah, of course I got that one. Um, number three, number three is um, when you first meet somebody, and this is, this is, I think a profound thing for anybody out there. When you first meet somebody, start them off with an F and have them work their way to an A. And basically what that means is when you first meet people, you got to fill them out, see what they're about. Who are you talking to? Yeah, are they, course. are they even welcome in your circle, in your, in your path, in your life? Some people aren't, aren't meant to be with you on your journey. So you, can, you need to figure out where can you place them? That's why I said, start them off with an F, see what type of person they are. People put their best foot forward. I don't, I am who I am. Okay. I'm gonna let you know up front, bro. I don't like you. I'll let you know up front. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here sugarcoat nothing. And you know, the reason I, I started doing it, I was more, I've been more honest is because I've learned that people will stop talking to you. If you are tell, if you keep it real with them or you don't, you people will stop talking to you just because you told them, Hey, how you doing today? You ask them how they're doing. Yeah. I, I've been people because I'm like, bro, you literally ask me how I'm doing every day. You don't have nothing to talk about. Goodbye. So, but other than that, like if it's been months down the road and you, you know, people can stop talking to you because you took that parking space and I'm, I'm any little thing. So, like yeah, I said, man, you got to really figure out behind, like I said, start them off with an F who, who, who is this person I'm trusting with my life? Um, I'm trying to think, I felt like typically I have a five, five, um, pieces of pieces of advice i can't think of any oh expect the best but prepare for the worst basically meaning you know i expect that one day my dream of having my own radio television show and these other dreams are going to happen but i still have to prepare like in case it doesn't happen because at some point you don't want to be uh let's take the example of a entertainer if you want to be a rapper or a singer you don't want to be 50 years old outside trying to sell your mixtape, you know, and nobody has a DVD player, not DVD, yeah. a CD player in their car no more. You don't want to be, once you realize that the dream is costing you way too much money and you haven't gone far, find something else. Yeah, of you know, I, of course, like I said, I wanted to be, you know, a basketball wife, but again, I don't really care if that happens or not, like, because that's not my motive. And then on top of that, I learned that, you know, certain things God has in your, in your pathway, in your life for you to go after that versus you, um, going to what you want to be, you know? And again, and that's, it's all about God's time. And I don't know how, what everybody's like spirit. I'm more spiritual. I'm very more spiritual. I didn't denounce religion, but I'm more spiritual than, than religious and everything else like that. And I had to form my own form my own relationship with God, but I've learned that, you know, God's timing is, is ideal and is key. Like I'm gonna give you a prime example. I'm glad that I didn't hit the lottery at 18 or had some type of dream pop at 18 where I became well, like famous or whatever to have all this money because I know my house would have been a hotel. Like I, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, I'm very glad I didn't, you know, have certain things around that time. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where, 
I, you know, you have to just trust the timing. And I'm trying to think of a fifth one. I can't, like I said, I can't think of, if it comes to my head, I'll blurt it out or so, or raise my hand, <laughs> be a little bit more formal and raise my hand and say, but yeah, that, those are pieces of advice that I would definitely recommend um, to people. All very good. All very good. So, you know, you've got lots of things in the pipeline. What is it very much the psychiatry that you're focused on at the moment is it, you know, now the book's out, you've got social media is kind of, you work in that anyway, that's working in the background. Is it very much for the next few years, getting that psychiatry degree and then moving into the master's and PhD is what you want to be focusing on? Most definitely. So that that's the goal right now. You know, so I'm just trying to manifest, just calling everybody, calling me Dr. Crump and yeah, yeah. all that. That's that's what I'm I'm just trying to manifest. So, yes, that's amazing. Amazing. Well, Dr. Kendra Crump, I would just like to say thank you very much for your time and for coming on Hobby of a Lifetime. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, just learning about your journey. Hey, thank you. And listen, bring, when come, bring me back on in a couple of years to see what other, uh, and you know, whatever, whatever else happened to me. And, you know, I might, I'm trying to like get out of America and just go to uh, my own private island or someplace where I'm out of Georgia and I'm on my own private island. Because as much as I like people, I don't really like people. So I'm just <laughs> trying to get away from the whole civilization as a whole. I'm like, bro, too many rules. Y'all are just, some of y'all are just, just jerks. So come, come get healed at my therapy session. Like people, that. I'm like, look, y'all don't, y'all don't want to listen me for free y'all pay me now thank you why not why not well i'll save me a space on the island i'll come okay over. cool you and the wife and the kids <laughs> all y'all can come you seem like great energy okay you you haven't you haven't bothered me you haven't said nothing that was offensive and that and i want to let me say this you know i appreciate you for being a podcaster who even though i know life happens and you get busy you still didn't give up on me and me trying to come on here some no, people no. just I, when i reach back out to them they just leave me on scene i'm like so you didn't want me to come on what happened so again i appreciate you for wanting me to tell my story share my light and everything uh, else yeah. so again i i appreciate you and and you deciding to go after your dream and say hey i'm gonna start a podcast so kudos to you man well thank you very much i appreciate it and it's one of those ones i almost don't want to miss out on a story because everyone's got one to share and if one of my listeners is just motivated by it then that's a job well done so thank you very much for sharing the journey I, i do really appreciate it most definitely most definitely thank you for listening to another episode of hobby of a lifestyle stay safe stay well and we'll see you next time